He helped pave the way for the electronic era of scores. From disco king to soundtrack guru. This time on Frame Tracks, we'll be listening to the music of Giorgio Moroder. Zimmer is not the composer of today's episode, but to understand our feature composer, we have to start at the end, and it all ends with Hans Zimmer. Zimmer could easily be described as the most popular composer of modern times. With over a hundred scores to his name, he's obviously popular with producers, if not always with the movie-going audience. Some of his scores are outstanding, like Inception, The Dark Knight, The Lion King, and Rain Man, while others are just plain awful, like Pirates on Stranger's Tides and Mission Impossible 2. Zimmer has helped redefine movie scores and bring it into the modern electronic era. He would say single-handedly, but that is not so. Several other composers preceded him and helped blaze the trail that Zimmer would one day tread, for better or for worse. Before Zimmer, there was Harold Faltemeyer, who hit it big with the song Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop, and his score for Fletch, starring Chevy Chase. And there was a disco king from Germany named Giorgio Moroder, who many call the godfather of electronic scores. Moroder was born Giovanni Giorgio Moroder in southern Italy in 1940. By the 1970s, he helped pioneer the disco era by producing huge hits for Donna Summer, including Bad Girls, MacArthur Park, and Hot Stuff. Then, he formed a recording studio in Munich called Musicland Studios, which became the studio of choice for David Bowie, Janet Jackson, Irene Cara, ELO, and Blondie. It reached a point where Marauder was involved in some way with every major hit on the radio. He became, quite simply, a musical icon. In 1978, Marauder turned his creative attention to writing scores. Thanks to Star Wars the previous year, Hollywood was in blockbuster mode, trying desperately to form the right business model to making them. A few directors like Alan Parker turned against that, vowing to continue to make art films with a purpose. When the studio slashed the budget for his film Midnight Express, he turned to Marauder to produce an electronic score that still fit the feel of the film. Marauder's score led him to his first Academy Award for Best Score in 1979. 
As you know, I like to start the podcast by playing the music that first brought the artist to my attention. For me, it was this groundbreaking score to the bleak prison film Midnight Express. From that film, here is Chase.
Let's get the trivia question out of the way so you can think on it for a bit. With nearly 30 scores and hundreds of movie songs that he's composed over his career, you would think it'd be hard for him to pick a favorite. However, Marauder has repeatedly stated there is one particular song that he considers to be his best work. What is that song? Hmm. I wonder if I'm going to play it later. After his success with Midnight Express, Marauder wrote two more hugely successful scores, one for Foxes, starring Jodie Foster, and then the John Travolta film American Gigolo, which featured the song Call Me, performed by Blondie and written by Marauder. Both scores feature not only instrumental music for the movie, but also hit songs that would in turn sell albums. This became the formula which would launch Marauder to new heights. He became known as the hit maker for movies and had the unique ability to produce songs with hit stars while also turning in a thoughtful score. This model was used in almost all of his scores in his career, including the 1982 score for the creepy horror remake Cat People, where Marauder utilized the voice talents of his friend David Bowie.
1984 was a huge year for Marauder, who, coming off of his success of Flashdance, released two scores. One for the children's hit Never Ending Story, which we'll get to in a moment, and one for the quirky tale of a love triangle between a boy, a girl, and a computer. When Miles buys a personal computer to get his life organized, he quickly discovers the computer has other plans. When an attractive neighbor moves in and shows interest in Miles, the computer named Edgar begins to harass Miles in an attempt to have the girl to himself. In one memorable scene, while the neighbor named Madeline is practicing her cello, 
Edgar composes music on the fly to perform a duet. The film was not that great and is massively dated by today's standards, but the score remains as a fun chapter in Marauder's career. From the 1984 film Electric Dreams, this is Duet. Thank you. 
1984 also marked the release of the hugely popular children's film, The Never-Ending Story, that followed a bullied teen into a bookstore where he discovers a book where the fantasy stories are happening in real time and affect him directly. The film was directed by Wolfgang Peterson and had an original release in Germany without Marauder's score. When the film was being prepped for an American release, producers hired Marauder to add more elements to beef up the score. The result would be some of Marauder's best score work. At the time, the movie held the honor of being the most expensive movie ever made outside of the U.S. From that film, The Never-Ending Story, here is Ivory Tower. Giorgio has been mostly quiet in his later years, sticking primarily to producing. 
He has written a few pieces, however, including work for Daft Punk and the aforementioned Hans Zimmer. A few years ago, Zimmer was hired to produce the score to the televised presentation of the Academy Awards ceremony. Zimmer brought in film music icons to help him, and Maroder produced a new piece for the show. From that award show, this is Giorgio's New Dancing Shoes.
Also in 1984, Giorgio commissioned a restoration of the famous 1927 silent film Metropolis. As well as restoring the visuals, Marauder wrote a new score for the film that featured songs with Freddie Mercury, Adam Ant, Pat Benatar, and John Anderson. From the 1984 restored version of the film, here is Blood from a Stone. In Never Ending Story, 
the hero Atreyu and his horse make their way to the Swamps of Sadness. If you succumb to the dreary surroundings and get depressed, the swamps will swallow you in the depths below. As they trudge through the mud, suddenly the horse stops and begins to sink. Despite Atreyu's attempt to change his mood, his beloved horse is lost to the Swamps of Sadness. By 1987, the fire that was Marauder's score career started to dim. Studios and audiences were beginning to lean away from the pop electronic scores and began replacing them with more experimental and serious synthesized scores. This opened the door for Hans Zimmer, who won an Oscar for his score to Rain Man in 1988 and launched him to superstardom, mimicking Marauder's career trek a decade earlier. This didn't keep Marauder from kicking out a couple of last scores, including one for the film Over the Top. Released in 1987, this Sylvester Stallone film told the story of a professional arm wrestler. Wait, did I, did I type that correctly? Is it arm? Okay, yes, a professional arm wrestler. If you haven't figured it out by now, this was a terrible movie. No need to seek it out, but Marauder turned in a great score for it. So, from 1987's Over the Top, this is The Fight.
Marauder had a sensitive side as well. It wasn't all pop anthems all the time. Occasionally, he turned in a nice love theme as well, as heard in this next song. From Electric Dreams, this is Madeline's theme. In 2013, rock synth group Daft Punk released their album Random Access Memories, which featured a track by Marauder. The song, which was a bit of a retrospective on his career, featured Marauder in an interview. From that album, here is Daft Punk's Giorgio by Marauder. When I was 15, 16, when I really started to play guitar, I definitely wanted to become a musician. It was almost impossible because it was the dream was so big that I didn't see any chance because I was living in a little town, was studying, and when I finally broke away from school and became a musician, I thought, well, now I may have a little bit of a chance because all I really wanted to do is music and not only play music, but compose music. At that time in Germany, in 69, 70, they had already discotheques. So I would take my car, would go to a discotheque, sing maybe 30 minutes. I think I had about seven, eight songs. I would partially sleep in the car because I didn't want to drive home. And that helped me for about a, 
almost two years to survive in the beginning. I wanted to do an album with the sounds of the 50s, the sounds of the 60s, of the 70s, and then have a sound of the future. And I said, wait a second, I know the synthesizer. Why don't I use the synthesizer, which is the sound of the future? And I didn't have any idea what to do, but I knew I needed a click. So we put a click on the 24 track, which then was synced to the Moog modular. I knew that could be a sound of the future, but I didn't realize how much the impact would be. My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio.
once you free your mind about the concept of uh, harmony and of music being correct, you can do whatever you want. So nobody told me what to do and there was no preconception of what to do.
Let's get to the answer of the trivia question. It was, what song is Marauder most proud of? In 1987, Marauder collaborated with Harold Faltemeyer on the soundtrack to the mega blockbuster Top Gun. Faltemeyer provided most of the score while Marauder wrote the songs. The album became one of the greatest selling soundtracks of all time and featured one song written by Marauder for the band Berlin. Here then is Marauder's favorite piece from 1987's Top Gun. This is Take My Breath Away. Till it's slow motion as you turn 
If you like what you hear, most of Marauder's scores are still available due to their popularity back in the day. If you have any questions or comments, please write me at info at frametracks.com. That's F-R-A-M-E-T-R-A-X.com. Or simply leave a comment on the site. I like to wrap up the podcast by playing my favorite work from the featured composer, who this time is the lesser-known electronic composer, Giorgio Moroder. In 1983, Brian De Palma directed a violent depiction of the rampant drug cartels of Miami of the day. Written by Oliver Stone and starring Al Pacino, Scarface was a shockingly harsh tale of the failure of the American dream. Moroder once again provided songs for the film, as well as a powerful score. But it was that score that proved to be one of the most memorable elements of the film. I'll leave you then with the haunting theme to that powerful film, Scarface. Thanks for listening.
If you enjoyed listening to Frame Tracks, please log in and leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to email me questions, requests, or comments to info at frametracks.com. That's F-R-A-M-E-T-R-A-X. And please support these great composers by purchasing their music. Until next time, this is Frame Tracks.